Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 212. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yeah, I'm here for this 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 one-parter. One yeah, if you uh, listen to the MLB podcast, you'll notice that only starred uh, the Andy Man and Tony Katz, and that was actually recorded uh, previously last week. So uh, just want to like, kind of call it a minimum day for us uh, this week, if you will. But uh, nonetheless, it's going to be action-packed as per usual. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Uh, that's what keeps this crazy train moving down the highway. You know, I do want to stay on the sports episodes just for a little little minute here. Okay. Uh, yeah, please check out that baseball preview. So baseball season starts today if you're listening to uh, this. Um, that's really exciting. We did a whole uh, nice preview. Uh, but also, what that means is that's taking the place of our sports episode this week, which means we uh, aren't going to be talking about that UCLA win last night, which uh, I, just, I had to mention it. Yeah, I didn't watch that game. I did watch USC just blow it. Yeah, that's unfortunate because that game was bad. <laughs> yeah, and I've got to say this too, I guess, while we're on the subject of it. I don't think I like Gonzaga. Yeah. I don't like Timmy. I don't. I get it. He's probably really funny with his 70s mustache shit. This is your job. Stop being cute and just dribble the damn ball, you know? Yeah. Call me Grandpa Dobson. I don't care. Uh, I didn't like that. And then also the other guy, the main guy, I'm blanking on his name, but wearing like the Ninja Turtle headband, that's enough. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they're going to win, so we'll talk about them more uh, next week when we you know, review that whole tournament. But uh, we uh, don't have an episode this week to talk about everything that's happened uh in the elite eight. So that being said, so I, I didn't watch the whole game cause there was no need to, um, USC just, Oh God, you know, they'd look terrible and maybe Gonzaga is just that good defensively and offensively. Uh, but it, it, it didn't even look like a college caliber game. It, it just looked boring. Like people in college kind of suck. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a worse product, but I don't fun. know. And, and there's such a disconnect now with the NBA from college because all NBA is, is Damian Lillard shooting, you know, a 70 footer and making it. And the final score is 170 to 161. And in college, the final score is, you know, 14 to 26. Like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like it wasn't that big of a disconnect, you know, 10 years ago when three pointers were only for a couple of guys on the team to shoot the other, everyone else. Let's, let's work on your, your inside game. Yeah, it is interesting to see like actual post players, though. Like that doesn't even exist in today's NBA. Oh, they'll be tall, but they're going to be on the around the horn, yeah. uh, you know, shooting flat shots like uh, Brooke Lopez. <laughs> he doesn't need any arc on his because he's staring at the rim. He's seven foot six. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. And I mean, obviously, not every college team sucks. And uh, Zion a couple years ago was phenomenal to watch in, in uh, college. And he, you know. He was a, a man among children, but a lot of these games have been not not that good. Um, I do want to stress, though, the UCLA game two games ago where they won in overtime, if I'm not mistaken, right? Am I blurring yeah. the, the games? Yeah, that game, I actually shouted. I was so excited. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, um, that was excellent. So yeah. I don't want to shit all over college sports so quickly like that, but it's just different these days, I suppose. 
nonetheless, it's still an exciting tournament, but that game sucked. Yeah, and we'll we'll have more on that. Uh, just you have to yeah. wait another six days. So yeah, okay. So this is our entertainment plot, though. Um, I uh, I mentioned last weekend or last uh, pod rather, I was going to the movies for the first time in at least a year. I don't even remember the last movie I saw in theaters. Maybe it was nineteen seventeen, but uh, that'll be in what I was uh, watching. I can imagine most people can guess what movie it was. Uh, starred Bob Odenkirk. I'll get into the review of the film uh, at the end of the show, so make sure you uh, stick around for that. But just briefly uh, touching on the movie-going experience, uh, it was seamless. You know, I go to an AMC where it's reclining leather, you know, fancy seats and all that stuff, so it's, it's reserved seating, obviously. I don't know many theaters are the old-school thing anymore because not enough people go. But uh, So that's always awesome. My one request would be cooled seats because at the end of the thing, I'm always sweaty because it's just leather and you're sitting there for two hours. Uh, they have heaters, which what are we outside? What, who needs a built in heater when you're inside? Uh, but it was a full house, Andy. It was as, as much as they'll allow. Obviously, it's every other or every two seats uh, between people have to be empty. Uh, but I mean, any prime seat like let's I put I bought those tickets, I think, on like Tuesday last week. If we wanted to go buy those uh, showtime for that hour, that showing, uh, let's say an hour before, nope, wouldn't have been able to get in. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, and also you so you have to wear your mask the whole time unless you're eating or drinking. Uh, so I ran out of beer like half or yeah, a little over halfway through. I just got a, a stone there from their little bar, and I just did the move where I was just drinking an empty vessel yeah. um i don't think anyone cared I mean, let's be real um i guess that's how they're gonna sell popcorn because that lasts you the whole movie especially if you get a large andy knows what i'm talking about you get to go back for a refill and then someone puts pepper in your popcorn <laughs> yeah that's no good <laughs> um so that'll keep you know your mask off the whole time if you buy some popcorn but uh yeah it was it was fine and uh it was cool to get back into the theater, you know, watching on a humongatron like that, that, you know, beats a 65 any day. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it was a uh, worthwhile. Go support your theaters if you want them to stick around. I did see a release date for maybe the first movie I'll see in theaters. And what was that? Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, do you remember the Chris Rock Saw movie? Oh, yeah. I remember talking about that. Yeah, that was supposed to come out last summer. Uh, so they uh, decided, oh, they're going to put it out now. Now that... People will kind of go out to the theaters, and I think the, the audience that likes those kind of movies are definitely going to take the risk. Uh, they're not the people that are afraid mm-hmm. uh, right now. So that's going to come out uh, early May, I believe. So Okay. That's, and that's pretty quick. Chris Rock and Sam Jackson, and it's called Spiral. Um, so maybe maybe that'll be the first uh, one I go out and see. Well, there you go. And it's not on HBO Max, so you know it's one of those things. Yeah, they're going to make you go see it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, speaking of HBO Max, should we talk about the uh, big blockbuster movie that is uh, out in theaters and in HBO Max screens near you today or yesterday, even as you're hearing this? I'm talking, of course, about Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, yes, it's it's finally here. Uh, We've been teasing it for, for decades, it seems like. Yeah. 
Uh, but Matthew Broderick uh, is back and he's pissed. That was the post credit scene. You just spoiled it for everyone. He's starting the Godzilla initiative and he wants uh, the girl from Stranger Things to join. Very interesting choice, but you are kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How hard is Matthew Broderick to get? Come on. It's probably one of those things you got to give him a good payday, but it's not like he's seeking out like, no, I just want to go after the stuff that's going to get me a statue. He he just, it's got to entice him to get out of bed. I think he likes theater. You know, he's like, I'm not going to be a star anymore. So I'll just do theater from now on. Yeah, but I don't know if if that's true or not. I think it, I think that's, I'm basing everything off of the last thing I saw of him, which was comedians and cars getting coffee. And, uh, I think he may have mentioned something about theater or Seinfeld. It's like, you do a lot of theater, blah, 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 you know, but okay. Yeah. That's a loose definition of comedian. What? Oh, Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. I would. He just has everyone on, his, on that show now. Right. That's not even like, yeah, he's but, the comedian and that's all that matters. Exactly. I mean, yeah. who, I, I don't know all the people. He hasn't had like Snoop Dogg on there or anything. Well, that's pretty Maybe racist. That's okay. Season four. I yeah. don't think it's racist. I think it's he's not a comic. Um, so Kong versus Zilla. <laughs> uh, are you going to I imagine you're going to watch this if you haven't already. Yeah, well, I didn't like stay home from work to watch it today, but I yeah, take the day off. I, yeah, I'll probably check it out this week at least. Um, I'll fire it up. Why the hell not? Yeah, and I, I I think what I've seen so far is is pretty solid reviews. I don't know if we're gonna go over that stuff again, um, or go over box office. Um, we did discuss that. <laughs> we might. I'll, it, I'll have it in the. Uh, I'll have it. We'll get into it if it's worth it. Okay. What do you mean for this week? For this last week? For la- for the the show we're doing right now. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> We'll do it later. Yeah, we're not going to do it right now. Um, but the existence of Godzilla versus Kong leads us into our first story here. First real story. Yeah, let's hear it. The director of this that movie, Adam Wingard, who's uh, done a number of things. He did that Blair Witch uh, from a few years ago that wasn't very good, but uh, I think he's still a talented filmmaker. He's already on to his next project, and it is a uh, Thundercats movie. So are you familiar with Thundercats? No, uh, hold on. I'm on IMDb. I'm, I'm looking up this stuff along uh, as you go. And Alexander Skarsgård, Skarsgård, his first, like uh, his default photo for his IMDb page, he's in a tuxedo with no pants on. Yeah. What the hell is that? I think it was like a thing that just happened this week. Why? I don't know. He did a He did a photo shoot like that. This says from 2016. Okay, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I know there was some story that about like his father never wore pants. What do you mean? <laughs> like, like just around the house, you know? Was he a maestro? He had him folded over on the uh, counter? I, I don't know. Keep the crease I mean, in there? When you have a famous father, you, you can do whatever he wants. So. I guess. Uh, but carry on. Adam Wingard. Yes. He's doing Thundercats. So I don't know if you uh, remember this at all, but that was a it was a show from the 80s, but they had a lot of reruns uh, when we were kids on like Cartoon Network. I'd have to and, see a photo of these cats. I oh don't remember. God. 
oh, it was not one of my favorites. But I don't remember people, it at all. People, people like Thundercats. So this is uh, not what I was hoping for his you know, follow-up here. But yeah, from running from 1985 to 1989. No, I definitely didn't watch this. I mean, I probably remember these characters from like commercials or something, but I did not watch. It was it's creepy. It's it's humanoid cats. Um and they like do battles and stuff. Why is he doing this? This is what he wants to do. Hmm. This okay. is his pa- passion project. So I don't want to ever work with people. Like I'm <laughs> gonna do a Godzilla movie and then I'm gonna do cats. Yeah. And you would think doing anything with cats is a bad idea after what happened last year. Exactly. Yeah, I should steer clear of them for a while. Yeah. So, uh, so if you're really into Thundercats, it's it's happening. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I just feel like that's a why take that kind of a risk. It, it could only probably suck. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's a, it's his it's his passion project. Yeah. All right. Well, moving right along, tell us about the uh, new Obi-Wan show on Disney+. Plus. They finally uh, released a full cast for the show. So I think we all knew you, Ewan McGregor was Obi-Wan, so that's uh, no surprise. Yeah. Uh, they did announce a few months back that Hayden Christensen would return as, you know, Darth Vader, which is weird because he never really played Darth Vader. He played Anakin, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, that guy needs work, so... Is that the little kid? That is Anakin. No, he's not the little kid. He's the guy who played, you well, know. He's grown up now, right? He played Anakin in the the, the last two ones where he was oh. an adult man already. Okay, you know? never mind. The little kid is like best up. He's best up? Messed up. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, he's not in a good place. Okay. But, well, you never know. Like People love rebounds and that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, uh, so I don't know how that's going to go, but it, we already knew that's happening. But uh, in the the new release is uh, Joel Edgerton. You know Joel Edgerton? He's in a yeah. ton of things. Uh, he played Uncle Owen in those movies, in the, the prequel movies way back when. That was like one of his first roles. He was just a kid. So he was, you know, Luke's uncle in the original movie. But like I recently watched him play Tom Buchanan. Yeah, yeah. That was one of his one of his big ones. Yeah. Um. So he's he's returning. He he won't appear in this. Uh, I'd say of the actors in here, he's by far the um, I don't say biggest name, but most successful. He he works a lot more than uh, Ewan McGregor. But yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. He's also in uh, uh, Black Mass. Yeah, no, he's Warrior. he's in a lot of things. He, he's in a lot of good movies. Too, <laughs> so it's like I wouldn't say he's he's an A lister, but he's. You know, he's he's good. So that that's a big get. I don't know how big that role is. He's like a uh, uh, a solid B. Yeah, yeah. You'd want him next to. I mean, that's the thing. Like Black Mass, he wasn't Johnny Depp, but he's he, a good sixth man. Yeah, he was in there. So, uh, but so apart from those three, the other uh, names here, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, who's you know he's he's a big name right now. Yeah, he's got a Marvel movie coming out. As I was well, just going to so. ask, what is that? Because why are people so like? Uh, Happy and pissed that he got ripped for some movie. Yeah, I think because he was like had a a, a kind of a nerd persona that it seems like unfair. Uh, but it also shows you unfair. that like fair. It shows you if you put in the work, you could do whatever you want. 
Yeah, but also if you get paid to do something and have a lot of help, you can get it done as well. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sure that it helps hurt. to hurt. Yeah, I'm sure it helps to have Disney's uh, people behind him to help him out with that stuff. Yeah. Um, but some okay, so let's uh, let's move on here. Uh, Indira Varma, uh, she was uh, from Game of Thrones. She was Pedro Pascal's wife in that show. If you remember that whole star- story arc, she had the uh, the three daughters that were like assassins and everything. Wait, what movie? Game of Thrones. Oh no, not really. That was like ten you years it out ago. Mind already. Yeah, I know. Uh, but that's her her big credit. So she will be in this. Uh, Rupert Friend, who uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of. He was from uh, Homeland. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy, I, you didn't like him up front, but then he was actually like, holy crap, like he sacrificed everything. Yeah, he was like the just kind of shady assassin guy. But then, uh, you know, you learned to love him. He was great in that. Yeah. And that was then, actually uh, a next great up, show. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, next up, O'Shea Jackson Jr. So Ice Cube Jr., that is. Represent. Uh, I enjoy him whenever I see him and stuff, although I don't enjoy him in person. He's uh, very obsessed. Him and his father are very obsessed with like attacking the Clippers for some reason. Why? That they're so insecure with their Laker fanhood that they have to like attack the Clippers a lot. So you hate him. Um, yeah, so that's really that's really uncalled for. I don't understand that. Why yeah, people have to hate the other team that's in your city. Maybe have, a lot of them do it. A lot of the, the like, celebrity Lakers fans do it. The you know the Kings or the Warriors that are in the same state. Yeah. Could you not have enough room to like two teams that live in the same building? I don't know. It I just sounds it childish to me. It is. That's why his name is Junior. Can only afford to like one team. Well, I'm sure he can afford more. He can afford to I buy jerseys with for money. <laughs> All right, you want to hear the last person here? Yeah, we got a pretty good cast so far. Uh, the last one that I uh, think uh, is is a big deal just because of its strangeness. Uh, Benny Safdie of the Safdie Brothers, best known for uh, the filmmakers behind Uncut Gems. So Benny acts in some things. He was in, had a small part in their previous movie. That's weird. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely strange. These... Um, is he going to play guys like who make weird movies. or something? I don't know. He looks like he could be a weird Star Wars character because he's a yeah. uh, he's a different looking man. So he's interesting looking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, there you go. That is you also. I don't know if you said it. It has the uh, snack guy from uh, Tokyo Drift. Remember, he all, he he had the smallest bag of snacks, but it never ran out of snacks. Yeah. So I ignored that because I don't like Fast and the Furious. But oh. he, he is he is a fan favorite. He's they, the guy who keeps like dying and then coming back to life. Reprising so. his role. He uh, they had a huge trailer. The whole audience erupted and they went nuts yeah. and shouted America. Uh, and he walked in and of course he had a bag of snacks because I guess that's his thing. Yeah, I'm just not going to acknowledge it. Maybe he's a diabetic. Yeah, that's probably it. If he has a bag of snacks in this, I'm going to lose my shit, though. Well, I'll allow crossover, you know, once in a while on like a, a saying like uh, I'm blanking on his name, but the guy from the wire, the shit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, but not on food. No, we don't need that. Um, Any release well, date? Uh, probably not until next year. I think they're now just beginning to film this. This has been delayed multiple times due to every reason you could think of. 
you know, yeah. people leaving the project, uh, pandemics that happen, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's 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 going. It's going now. So. All right. And r- right now, it's like Marvel year now for Disney Plus. So I think next year then will be Star Wars year. I think that's how they'll do it. What about Nat Geo time. year? Uh, well, then, unless you can like resurrect. Uh, then we all you know, win. <laughs> Steve Irwin or something, then maybe it would be natural year. But no, I don't need you. Don't need people in it. They just narrate some of the things. To to get the people to watch, you're going to need the zombie Steve Irwin. No, the good people watch. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Um, I was thinking about. It. I haven't really been watching anything on uh, Disney in the past few weeks, just because it's like we've already watched all like the nostalgic like, kids shows. You can only watch heavyweight so often. And yeah. I've kind of run myself out on uh, the, you know, Nat Geo stuff for a while. I don't know. We'll see. I'll get back into it probably as uh, now that it's heating up. That's that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. You got to play the season. So when it's cold, you want to watch something cold or you want to, you know, switch the flip the script and go to, the, you know, warm weather areas on uh, Nat Geo and uh, vice versa. You know. Sure. All right, well, uh, tell us about The Rock getting his own DC movie. Uh, the Rock has a project with DC that he's been working on for, like, decades. Uh, he's been wanting to make this movie, um, playing the character Black Adam. And yes, that is his name, Black Adam. His first name is Black? <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a first name. I think it's a title. Okay. Uh, but in the comics, he is... Uh, kind of like the uh, arch rival of Shazam. Remember Shazam that came out a couple years back? Where he's a kid? Yeah, where he's the kid and turns into like the big guy. Yeah, oh, Pierce uh, so Brosnan. Like, yeah, so Black Adam is uh, kind of in that same story, I guess. And The Rock has been wanting to make it for years. And it's it's finally being done. And they put out a release date, so July 2022. And then also, yeah, Pierce Brosnan is uh, going to be playing the main villain in this. So... That's interesting. So wait, uh, he's a bad guy? So Black Adam's a bad guy. Like but Venom? in this movie, I'm sure he's going to be. It, yeah, it'll be like Venom where, where he'll be the protagonist and he'll have to fight a bad guy. But he is still kind of a bad guy. He's bad, but there's someone that's worse. Yeah. And the bad guy can stop the worst guy. And that's going to be Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Because his, his name on here is Dr. Fate. <laughs> yeah, DC is, uh, I mean, most of the shit was created in like the 40s. So it's like they just had like whatever name you could think of. They just have to get rid of all the uh, underlying racism if it was made yeah. back then. <laughs> like like uh, the the Suicide Squad, which is coming out uh, this summer. Uh, some of the characters in there are ridiculous, including there's someone just named Polka Dot Man. What does he do? He's so fast. Uh, he's just little dots. I think he shoots the polka dots at people or something. Oh, I don't boy. know. Uh, but that's... Uh, <laughs> Another one of those DC movies. So last week we talked a lot about DC because of the, you know, the whole Zack Snyder thing and everything. Uh, and despite them closing the book on Zack Snyder there, uh, they still have a ton of projects in the work. I in the works. I don't know what, how they're all going to be connected. But so there's this one. They're still they're going to make a Shazam sequel. Uh, I'm sure with I think this Black Adam character. They're still going to make another Aquaman. They're still making another Wonder Wonder Woman. They've got this new Suicide Squad. So. Uh, they're still doing stuff. I just think they kind of gave up on the connected universe aspect of it. So good because I, I've said this countless times. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. I, I, can't, I, it overloads my brain. I can't, 
I can't have all of that. Yeah. And if you feel like you have to normal world in this. Yeah. And I think if you, if you feel you have to watch all of them, then you're going to watch none of them. Right. Exactly. I'm not going to watch 62 hours of comet people coming to the society and, you know, 11 seconds McGruber before we implode. And then on, you know, second 10 and a half, they fix it all. Yeah. I'd much rather be, you know, a regular guy who falls into a vat of, you know, antifreeze. And then he just shoots like frozen, you know, fireballs at people. And then it's up to Batman to save the world from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I think DC has two of those characters. So they have two freeze guys. I don't doubt it. (laughs) Uh, But that's where I can like, I just can have one like crazy in there. I can't have all crazy because it's it's too much. Yeah, if you're making like a space alien movie, keep it a space alien movie. Yeah, go like, all the way it. or don't go at all. Yeah. I don't know. Like when James Brolin with a huge chin is collecting diamond rings and shit. And it's like if he does this, he has the whole intergalactic galaxy in his palm and we all implode what the fuck is that? Like that just it seems like for five-year-olds, but every person likes it. I don't know. It was very good. And it was not James Brolin. Well, it looked like that. It was Josh Brolin. Oh, same son, thing. Which would be hilarious. If it was James Brolin, who's like 80. <laughs> well, don't have the same name as your, your kid. Well, I can't have yeah, one of Glenn, you know? Yeah. Should have been a different initial. That is right. Yeah. All right. But you knew what I was talking about and I wasn't even yes. certain, but they did make it look like him. Yeah, it's definitely him. You should see those behind the scenes uh, things where they filmed it. It's covered in polka dots, right? Those little balls yeah, but because, on the green screen. But then he wore a helmet that was that character's like head because that character's supposed to be like 10 foot tall. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, cool. That's <laughs> You look ridiculous. That's why they pay him the big bucks. Yeah. All right. Well, very fancy. Do you have more DC updates or was that all of it? Oh no, there there's more to come, but I can I'm not going to keep track of all that. Okay, few. But The Rock is the biggest movie star in the world, so it's it's relevant. Yeah, where's his uh uh that ship boat ride uh, Disneyland ride movie? The Jungle Cruise? Yeah, where's that? I think that's going to come out later this year. I think they they count on that being a big hit. Okay. Interesting. And all he's right. personally going to renovate the ride too. I think they already did it. Yeah. Um, tell us about Wellington Paranormal. So Wellington Paranormal is a show not from America, but that now, I've been very really interested in. This isn't a sequel to uh, Down to Earth, where uh, Chris Rock is Charles Wellington and he gets possessed. Not even close. Okay, you remember that movie? Yes, I liked that movie. I definitely remember that movie. Um, that's the second Chris Rock reference. Yes, it is. Episode, so. Uh, well, Wellington is a town in New Zealand, so maybe this will give that away to mm. this. Um, do you remember in the the film what we do in the shadows? They had uh, the like cops that came to like investigate, and they kind of like fool them, and it's a funny scene. Yeah. So they actually made a spinoff with those cops like investigating like weird stuff in that town. Okay. Because that town had all the werewolves and the vi- vampires and everything. Uh, but it was it's a New Zealand show. It's been it's in its, I think, third season there in New Zealand. Yeah, from uh, 2018. 
Yeah. Uh, well, now uh, it will be available in America on HBO Max, uh, I think, in a few months. So uh, I'm excited about that. I know the werewolves made an appearance in one of the episodes, so I definitely want to check that out. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's uh, that's exciting. And the, the the TV show is still going as well. The, yeah, it's, the not, American it's not concluded. One. Yeah. All right. Very cool. And uh, we got some news in the Knives Out world. Yeah, Knives Out. Do you remember that uh, from a couple years back? The yeah, Daniel I Craig. Often confuse that one with uh, Ready or Not. Yeah, they're both mansion movies, I guess. Rich best people, way to describe it. murder. Yeah, uh, well, there were some rumors about uh, continuing with the Daniel Craig detective character in later films. And uh, the writer-director, Ryan Johnson, said, yeah, he'd be interested maybe in doing that. Uh, well, now there are rumors that Netflix is going to fund them. Uh, they're going to pay $450 million to make two sequels. Uh, I just don't that's understand how they have enough money to keep doing this. It's yeah, it's insane because if you think about that, that's that's a budget of $225 million per movie. That is uh, way more than I think most like comic book movies. <laughs> that's, so obviously not all that money is going to go into production but well, yeah it goes up some director's nose too yeah uh or someone at whoever owns the rights who else owns the rights to this i don't know because netflix did not put out the first movie. I feel like it was a sony movie or something yeah i don't know but you, uh, i mean how is that sustainable how do they keep doing that kind of thing like they sent they sunk how much money into that scorsese movie and yeah. whatever else they have in the works they have a billion things come out every single day like how is this sustainable I don't I don't know. I don't think they make money. I think that that's the entire point is that they don't make money. And so it's just like, well, they will at some point. And when they do, it's the same I thing hope. with Tesla. <laughs> it's the same thing with Tesla. It's always like, well, if you get a big enough part of the market, then you're going to make money. It's like, okay, when? What, what a year? Huge part of the market. Now. I mean, don't yeah. they have like 250 million plus subscribers? Yeah, but they don't own all. They haven't killed TV yet. You know, that's when they finally have it. That's when they do it. They're know? never going to kill TV because live news, live sports. That could all be on YouTube and stuff. No, I hate YouTube. <laughs> YouTube is good when you need to learn something. But I hate how like I go over there to watch a movie trailer. I have to watch two ads before I can watch a, a commercial. Bullshit. That's just like TV. No, it's not. Yes and no. But yeah, you can't just seek out a commercial and before they give you that commercial, they play two commercials. I don't know. Use Adblock or something. Figure it out. No, I, I figured it out by not going to YouTube. Stick it to the man. What are we talking about? Netflix. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I'll watch them. And I, I think I said this off uh, before the pod. It's the kind of thing where like these sequels aren't going to be a B-plus movie. It's going to be a, a C at best. And... It's, I don't think they'd have that successful of a box office. But on it's, Netflix, people will watch it because that's there. It's Wednesday night and I want to wear sweatpants and not pay attention to something for two hours. It's going to be like a Sandler movie where it's like, why does Daniel Craig have to solve this crime in the Caribbean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Although, who are his friends that he would cast? Uh... Probably the guy from Westworld with the interesting like hair, uh, but a really strong beard. 
the black dude. Okay. So he has that James like Bond. Yeah, because they work together there. Yeah. So so Dame Judy Dench. She's yeah. Still alive. <laughs> um, that might be it. Adam Driver from Maybe he would get uh, John Cleese like from like, his home or something. Uh, John Cleese still wants to make movies. I know. He, that's why I said maybe he could get John yeah. Cleese. Yeah. Now it's just sounding like. It sounds like a Sandler movie. I guess that's what we're, that's we're what writing. We were here. Making. Yeah. <laughs> $250 million to do that. Okay. Yeah. Any uh, timeline on these? Oh, who would know? Yeah. This is this is all rumored right now. So, okay. Well, very interesting. Next on deck, there is a revival to a show that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it still going? Uh, I'm talking, of course, about the original CSI. Is this the kind of thing where, like, they're you know they're painting the Golden Gate Bridge, and when they start, uh, like when they finish, they have to go back and restart because it takes that long. I think that's where where we're at now. Yeah, with TV, where there's been this trend of bringing back shows, and uh, while they're bringing back CSI as CSI Las Vegas, which if you remember, the original CSI was CSI Las Vegas, and then they spun off into Miami and Portland or whatever the fuck they wanted to go. Johnny Drama was um, in like half of them, <laughs> and I, I don't think there is one currently airing. I think they're all wrapped up. Um, but now CBS is greenlit. Yeah, it's CSI Las Vegas bringing back uh, William Peterson from the original one, which is exciting to me because he was an interesting character. And if they do something different and not just make it like catch this rapist every week, uh, it could be good because when that show first came out, it actually was something different. It was it was better than I think the standard cop show. Yeah, I've never seen a single episode of any of these. I know there's like 72 versions of it with 18 cities. and Yeah. And I, then they just started ripping off ones like, like, well, how about we have a show called NCIS? They're like, oh, was well, that related? And like, no, it just also has letters in front of it. And yeah, what that does that even off. stand for? National crime? It's like Navy thing? crimes in space. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's something, I don't know. I have no idea. I just know that it's not something I need to watch. Channel 2, I think you had said this is kind of for old people. And they're the only ones that had the CBS All Access. Yeah. And I guess this will probably come to that, you know, Paramount, whatever bullshit. But yeah, maybe someday. Uh, but I, I said of, of all those types of shows, like I actually did enjoy that one of of the times I did watch it. Like I watched all 22 seasons. Um, but like William Peterson, who was the, the lead character, he left like right away. He's like, I'm done. I'm not going to do this forever. Hmm. I already got my vacation home paid off. Yeah, so that's what it's for. Uh, now he needs a new vacation home. Yeah, that's the circle of life, I believe. Probably behind on his taxes. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, someone will watch that. Oh, my parents will already have it set to on the DVR. Yeah, they're excited. Yeah, they already have it highlighted in the TV guide. Like, all right. Well, two old people passed away. Yes, yes, very, they did. Very sad. That is, that is what they do, but it still is is sad, and I think yeah. we should uh, celebrate. Uh, both both people for me best known from sitcoms, uh, George Siegel, who 
Uh, it's currently on the Goldbergs, but it was also on the show Just Shoot Me. Do you remember that one from like late 90s? Oh, yeah. I loved him. Yeah. With uh, was David Spade was in there. Uh, that's a fun show. And, I, you know, I watched that on reruns like 10 years after it aired as well. He's in uh, 2012 he like the, also. Is he? Yeah, he plays uh, Tony Delgato. Isn't he like a a jazz guy or something? I don't remember. <laughs> He's on a cruise I mean, ship, I think, with uh, the dad of the daughter who does something i could be confusing them but it, it's, it, it's a duo him and a black dude uh, one of them's like a saxophone the other is a piano or something like that yeah i believe you uh he has uh, a pretty big imdb if you ever check it out he he was in a ton of th- things that i will never watch because 26 of things he acted in yeah yeah they're all like old movies that i'll never see uh so he actually has a there's a few episodes left of the Goldbergs that he already filmed. Uh, so that'll be interesting how they uh, work that into their show there. Hmm. And he I mean, he, he's he's a lot of fun on that show. But over the years, you tell like, oh, this guy, he got old, you know, that happens. I, I mean, 87 can't be. Yeah. Uh, it was complications from surgery. I'm reading. But yeah, still impressive. Yeah. Uh, and then the the other one was Jessica Walter, uh, best known as Lucille Bluth of Arrested Development. So just an all time great sitcom character. Uh, I know she's also on Archer. So people love that mm-hmm. show. I never got into it, but that's I believe that's still a show going right now. So I mean, she has a movie credit Grand Prix from 1966. Yeah. So that's what these both both of these were been doing this for a long, long time. So. But and 80 is young for a woman. Yeah, yeah. They're, it's not that young, though. Well. It's it's not young enough to be a surprise. You're like, 87 oh, yeah. is amazing for a guy. I'll, I'll just say that. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I That's how old uh, um, George Siegel was. Yeah. 80 is still good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think I'd like to go longer than that. But also, I don't know. The red meat you eat, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if it if it I have to eat like three less bratwurst over the course of my life, then it's not worth it. Yeah, just three. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you can't be uh, upset with that. It wasn't like it was a car accident or anything, and uh, very long, successful list catalog of uh, of projects they've been involved in. Some still going, even so, pretty good. Yep. All right. Um, do we want to look at box office really quick? Uh, yeah, we can. Focus I did have fast. one other thing. Remember the trailer. Yeah, we'll do that. I feel like after this. Okay. Uh, Cause this will be quick. I was uh, guessing what I thought uh, nobody would do at the box office. And I was uh, a little too confident. I guessed, uh, and I was just say- kind of saying this to myself. I didn't guess on the pod, but that it would do around 10, uh, maybe 11 million. It did just uh, south of $7 million. But nonetheless, it's an improvement. It's it's inching up there. That's a good guess, I would say. Yeah, it wasn't too ambitious. It, you know, California is back in, in action, so. Yeah. But yeah, that was the uh, number one. Ryan the Last Dragon was just under $4 million, so. Little by little, it's getting there. I did see, though... Uh... International wise, so Godzilla versus Kong. It oh, released I saw this too. 
internationally and i think it made like 125 million which is is the most by i think by far of anything that's been released in the well, last 12 months so correct me if i'm wrong but is, isn't godzilla like a the main like monster in asia like they love that kind of a that story well, or yeah, is that just the, made fun of here in movies no godzilla was created in japan it's a japanese property yeah so um, i think that's a big like that's a huge movie for them right because they, they yeah, love yeah. that monster and these movies are designed to make money uh, over Worldwide, there. Worldwide, yeah. yeah they put halfway in, produced by like a, a Japanese production company. Or, I'm pretty sure it's half financed by a Chinese company, yeah. actually. You see you um, see that on every Jason Statham movie nowadays. And yeah. uh, we'll get there. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm, I'll still watch it. I definitely won't see it in theaters. But it sounds like all of Japan and, and then some did. So that's... That's a wonderful number for a worldwide. I, I'd be curious to see what the leaders have been, you know, in weeks past, because it certainly has not been that much. I wouldn't think just with all things considered. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to see how it does this weekend here. Yeah. You think it'll do over $10 million? It's hard because I know so many people who probably want, would watch it. Will yeah. Just you watch just it at home. Do a month of HBO for 14 yeah. bucks. And then that's your movie ticket and you have everything else too. So, yeah. All right. Um, there's nothing really worth talking about for what's coming out this weekend. Um, at least not that I'm aware of the unholy. I don't know what that is. Uh, Shiva baby. No idea. <laughs> so how about we just talk about the trailer for wrath of man, which I saw the trailer in theaters. Okay, that that makes sense. That's where they put it. Yeah, it looked phenomenal. I it also no looked like it could have starred this. Gerard Butler. Yeah, there's a lot of people who could have pulled this off, but yeah. I think they found the right guy still. Idris Alba. Yeah, but they give it to J- uh, Jason Statham. So it's uh, it's Guy Ritchie and Jason Statham back together again. So yeah, love that. That is that is nice. I didn't I didn't know this was coming out. Um, I enjoyed Guy Ritchie's last film was like his previous movies. Uh, the gentleman, that was a lot of fun. I still haven't seen it. Well, if you have a, you know, a way to check it out, it's worth it. Um, this is another one like that. It's another crime movie. And it seems to be more action oriented though, this time, which is, is fine. You got Jason Statham. Although I think he's like almost 60 at this point, but it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's still going to whoop some ass. Yeah, and it's got some like weird premise that you don't really understand yet. So uh, exciting. Although I do not remember when they said that was coming out. It is May seventh. Okay, that's 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 quick. Yeah, and this could reprise uh, Josh Hartnett's life. Yeah, I saw that. That's that's not cool. since Hollywood Homicide. I think he's been in things. Since. I know, but I feel like that movie kind of. Helped him not be a thing anymore for a while, right? Wasn't that a terrible movie with Harrison Ford? Yeah, yeah, it did not do well at all. It's like he is a young kid and Harrison Ford's the old man and he's going to date his daughter and they're going to solve a murder in Hollywood. I have no idea if that's even what happens, but I imagine that it's got to be what happens. I don't remember the dating the daughter part. It's in there somewhere, right? It is. It's got to be. I don't know. I never saw it, so I don't know. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember anything about it. You can watch it on Stars. Lou Diamond Phillips is in it. Cool. Yeah. 
Anthony uh, Mackie was in it. Wow, long time ago. He was probably just, just a boy. Just a kid. Yeah, yeah, just just a kid. All right. By the way, I uh, I found a new awesome app called um, Just Watch. You just go. You can download the app. It's also a website, and you plug in literally any show or movie, and it'll tell you where you can watch it and how much it might cost you. Yeah, that's nice. So I typed in The Gentleman from 2019, and uh, you can stream it on Showtime and Fubo. Uh, doesn't say if it's necessarily free. Uh, obviously, you'd have to pay for Showtime. Uh, or you could buy it, and it looks like at Amazon it is the cheapest price of twelve ninety nine. I think Fubo is like uh, expensive. Like It's like a whole TV, you know? Mm-hmm. Sounds like it'd it's be like, football only, like soccer. I, no, I think it's like Sling or Hulu, one of those like 40 okay. bucks for channels and shit. Gotcha. All right. Um, uh, so yeah, Wrath of Man, I, I'm into it. The trailer looked pretty great. Check it out uh, if you like Jason Statham or probably a little bit unrealistic action, but maybe believable to some extent. All right. Uh, you ready to get into what we've been watching? Yeah. All right. Well, before we do that, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com, formerly known as The Simple Doggy. Thecliplessleash.com has every single dog leash you could choose from, all different colors and that kind of stuff. And it works with your dog's current collar or harness. For a limited time, the Tony's Take listener can get 65% off if you plug in promo code Tony, that is T O N Y at checkout. So head to the clipless leash to pick up the dog leash you've been waiting for that works with the dog's collar or harness and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout. All right. Uh, how many do you have, Andy? I've got five. So do I. Wow. Look at that. All right. You want to go? Uh, I'll, and we'll just do every other one. Sure. So uh, I watched a lot of similar movies this week, not necessarily on purpose, but looking back at it, like a lot of uh, horror comedies, which is one of my favorite genres. Scary movie. One, two, three. No, but you know, like, you know how I feel about killer clowns, right? That's formative for me. Um, Well, I watched a movie. I I rented it uh, because I had Heard about it when it was first coming out and I was interested, but it's not on streaming services. But I rented it on Amazon. It's called Psycho Goreman. Sounds really weird. And is uh yeah, not something not not something you'd hear of, not something that would have been in theaters in a normal time. Uh it is a you know small, lower budget movie. Uh that's just insane. It's about a like uh alien demon thing that gets um, awakened by you know a couple kids in their backyard and uh, the little girl be, you know because she holds the whatever gets to control him and he's really just like a murderous demon who wants to take over the world but he can't because she gets to you know tell him what he can do and uh, weird stuff happens you know yeah I believe it <laughs> so it is it's really gross it's really funny it's Sounds like it's you're good. just you you you've grown up from goosebumps and now you want the same thrills and chills as so, an adult. Here's the thing: it was very goosebumps. It is it is made in Canada and it is so Canadian in so many I'm ways. I'm looking at a photo of like a cowboy monster guy. 
So, yeah, at one point, he's just wearing Sam Neill's outfit from Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking at. Yeah, and it's like, oh, my God. And it's not reference or anything. It's not like she's like, hey, you need to dress up as Jurassic Park. They just decide to use that costume. Does he have a dinosaur, uh, uh, like, tooth in his pocket or whatever? No, the claw? he could. He could. He could do anything he wants. Interesting. Um, but it's just a, it's a dumb, stupid, insane movie with funny costumes and everything like like the the monster himself but then there's all these like weird things it's very like um power rangers remember power rangers always had those bad guys that were like what the fuck are these like eyeball monsters and stuff yeah it was it's like that i love there's a review on here on imdb mimi ruins what could be a great movie (laughs) yeah so an obnoxious kid Ruined what could have been a, a, a wonderful flick, and maybe the whole world would have known of this if it wasn't for Mimi. I, I don't understand how you could make the movie without that character being that way, though, because that's kind of like the point of the movie. Hmm. <laughs> it's like she's a monster herself, and now she has the power of this demon to okay. do shit. But um, I recommend if you're into like weird horror comedy stuff. So it isn't for everyone. I know that. It but it's like definitely I'll in that. To, I'll probably miss it the next yeah. time I see it on cable. It's definitely in the vein of uh, like Killer Clowns and Leprechaun, that kind of stuff. That Metascore is a sixty-nine. Yeah, no, it's 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 reviewed well. So, all right. But I think the people who reviewed it are probably people who knew what it was going into it. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I watched. Uh, just go in order here from nineteen ninety-two. Steven Seagal, Gary Busey, Tommy Lee Jones, Under Siege. I'd never seen this. Have you seen this? Yeah, I yes, but I they all blend together. So it's on HBO, and you can also watch it free on IMDb TV. I'm seeing. Is this and, about like oil or something, or is this a submarine one? Uh, there is a submarine in it, but it's a a, a battleship. Uh, okay, that's so what I'm thinking of. Steven Seagal is an ex Navy SEAL that just happens to be on the ship, and he cooks the meals for the uh, the colonel or the captain because he's a great cook. And terrorists take it over, and they're going to load up a sub with all of the nukes and warheads and tomahawks and all that stuff that this thing had. And it's Tommy Lee Jones is the bad guy, and it's it's very cool. I tell you so, he's great. Uh, and you know, it's Seagal whooping ass, as you can imagine. Um, that was good. It's on, like I said, HBO and uh, IMDb TV. Yeah, I've seen most of the Steven Seagal stuff uh, at some point. But like, you know, just on cable, those movies are on at all times. But they don't, I don't like know how to distinguish any of them at this point. Yeah, I'd never seen this one. I, I always remember watching some of these with my dad, but I have no idea which ones they were anymore. Yeah. He was just like a, a worse... Uh, he's like a worse Schwarzenegger, I guess, or remember half past dead with, uh, was that jaw rule? I think it was, I was going to say it was DMX, but yeah, it was jaw rule. They DMX uh, was re- in one of them. Oh. Reopened Alcatraz. So he also did exit wounds with DMX. That's what I was thinking. Of. Uh, so he, that see, was I his, I don't know that one. That was the last little bit of movies he was in that people, I think before saw. it went to like Russia to become our ambassador. Oh, okay. I'm looking at his thing. That was the last movie before every other movie he has was directed to video. Ah. Uh, 
Wow. When what a career. I was half past dead. 2002. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gets a 23. Yeah, I don't think any of those are good. <laughs> be fun to probably watch, though, now. Just because it would be so bad. Yeah, because Jaw Rule doesn't even exist either. So Yeah, I mean, like a, a 13-year-old us saw this movie. So I think that tells you enough about why we wanted to see it. We were kids. All right. Uh, what's your next movie? Uh, I watched both Zombieland and Zombieland Double Tap. Oh, okay. Seen so both. I had, I had not seen the second one before, and I probably hadn't seen the first one since maybe I saw it in theaters way back when. Uh, so sticking with horror comedy here. I remember I really enjoyed Zombieland 1 when it first came out, and it's still it's still really good, but it is dated there are some like things that seem really old in it where it's like it is it is now yeah movie like 11 11 years years old old. yeah yeah it came out a long time ago uh but i'd still say it still holds up it's just like some things in there like oh yeah this is this is not a modern movie anymore Uh, yeah which is strange because the sequel doesn't make it seem like it's been a while it doesn't it's not like oh man it's been 10 years i think they like pretend it's been like four years or something it's yeah uh, they don't really draw attention to it this being like a long time later uh but it's still it's still good there's a good scene involving uh luke wilson i don't really remember it um and thomas middleditch who was uh been in the news lately it was recently i think canceled (laughs) yeah so he was still in this, though. They didn't they would, didn't take him out of the disc I bought. So that's that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I see you bought this. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was able to get both of them pretty cheap. And since I hadn't seen the second one, it's like, yeah. And it's not, I couldn't find it anywhere to watch before. I think I watched that on HBO, the second one a while ago. Yeah. But the first one is very good, while the second one is passable you know mm-hmm. it's entertaining it's it's worth the 90 minutes or whatever it takes to get through those but it's not uh, it wasn't necessary but it was nice to see you know all the people back together you know what it's on stars yeah who's ever gonna get to that okay uh i'll review uh nobody which i saw in theaters and also i believe i saw that if you uh want to watch it at home it'll be streaming i think april like 16th so you don't want to wait too long. But uh, Bob Odenkirk, Connie Nielsen, and Christopher Lloyd. Also Riza. Uh, I shouldn't leave him out. And uh, it was very enjoyable. It was very good. Um, Bob Odenkirk is terrific. This guy can just bring it. It had very, you know, various elements of uh, John Wick, just because I think it was the producers of it. But it had some humor. It had a whole bunch of action. Um some funny bits. This guy is just, you know, he, he, he cleans up at the uh, end of the day. If there's any issues, that was his old job. And so, uh, word gets around and people are kind of afraid and you can always use Russians as the bad guy, because I think at the end of the day, they kind of like that. They think it's kind of funny for them, like actual Russian people. Whereas like some other people get offended, like per like, you know, it's stereotyping us as bad people. Russians don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, it's enjoyable. It's not too long. I think it's about an hour 40. 
And uh, I think this is a good move for Bob Odenkirk. You might see him uh, uh, whooping some ass uh, in the near future here. Yeah, Liam Neeson's getting too old. Yeah, exactly. You got to put put in that bid for that you know spot. It pays well, I bet. Yeah, and you get to go to like Estonia, you know, and film movies. Yeah. Take the family, maybe. Dig up Brendan Fraser. No, he's back. Remember, he's. he's I know. Back. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, really enjoyed it. It was fun. It had good music too to kind of keep it light. You know, when they do ironic music for things. Uh, Christopher Lloyd was great too. So, a lot of ass kicking. And that's all you you want in these times. Yeah. What's your uh, your second movie or your third movie? Um, Cabin in the Woods, which I watched because I was looking at uh, movies that were expiring. Uh, I've said I've, I do that a lot. I like get to yeah. the end of the month seeing what's leaving. So Cabin in the Woods was leaving Amazon. Mm, okay. um, so, again, a horror comedy, which I did not really intend. But um, one of my favorites as, as of late, you know, as a, a more recent one. That's Although, again... One. This is this is pretty old. Uh, it was actually filmed in 2009. So uh, yeah, Chris Hemsworth is in it, and it was actually like his introduction to the world that he actually filmed it before he was Thor, um, and helped him get Thor the role of Thor. Yeah, um, but it was another weird part is you know it was written by Joss Whedon, who uh, we talked about a lot last week because he was the guy who uh, came in to finish the original justice league and mm-hmm. uh kind of proof that like no that guy has made good made good movies before cabin in the woods is really cool so yeah it's a different kind of movie which makes it good yeah yeah it's it's i'd say like scream is like the same thing where it's like you know aware of horror movies that's kind of the premise of it but yeah uh, still this is goes way beyond that and has some a wild last 30 minutes i would say well, well if you're I guess if you're listening to it now, I imagine it's already left Amazon, right? Right, gone tonight. You know, I think it was said it was leaving like the 5th of April or something. Oh, not not this, the end of the month. Uh, but it'll probably be one of those things that's gone for a month and it comes back. So yeah. uh, if that's a movie you've never heard of, please check it out. Google it. Yeah. It's got uh, Mr. Doback, Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah. The uh, whatever you want to call the the operators yeah. in the control room. Exactly. They're like the guys on the ground for NASA on the Apollo missions. It's uh, one of the best parts of that. Yeah. All right. Well, moving right along, I watched on HBO from 2012, Man on a Ledge. Never seen this in my life. Uh, Stars Sam Worthington, Elizabeth Banks, and uh, fresh off a rocket man, uh, Jamie Bell. And... It was pretty good. You know, it was nothing amazing. You go into it thinking, like realizing it's probably a movie for, you know, a high school guy. Because um, we would, that's all you do. Middle school, you just go to movies. and oh, PG-13, so we can go see it. But it was good. It also had uh, Ed Harris. Love that. And, you know, it's just they're pulling a fast one. It's all sleight of hand. Look over here while we do something over there. So I enjoyed it. Eh, yeah. An hour and a half, I think. <laughs> I'm looking at it, I'm like, do I even remember this existing? I I mean, I feel like I remember hearing the, the title, but I never saw it, that's for sure. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, that's how you know it's dated. Sam Worthington. 
He was in like a hundred things and then never again. Avatar, Terminator. So I think James Cameron like put him in a cellar or something. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, we're going to come back at some point. So you got to be ready. Yeah. Although he wasn't even a human. Like that was the whole point of the movie is he becomes an alien. So he's not even important. Yeah, I mean, he's booked through 2028 with Avatar 5. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, it's on HBO and uh, it's fun enough, you know, so check it out. What's your fourth, Andy? Okay, well, this is, this is the last one I have because I went. The oh, two yeah, you did lands. two. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So uh, this one is Possessor. It's available on Hulu. It came out last year. Um, and when I heard about it, it was definitely something I was aware of and I wanted to, um, watch whenever possible. When I saw it was, uh, on Hulu, I went and watched it. Uh, so it's directed, written, directed by Brandon Cronenberg. So he's the son of David Cronenberg, who is a very famous film director of, uh, weird films, I would say. I had seen this pop up on Hulu and I was like, this looks like it's a movie for December or for October. Yeah, it's it's not really. I guess it's not Halloween like, but it is a thriller. It is creepy. Well, it looks creepy way. on the the trailer cover for it. So yeah, that little cover is uh, quite creepy. Um, but yeah, so David Cronenberg, very famous for making some unsettling movies, and his son uh, has you know carried that on. So the premise here is that it's about like a group that assassinates people by kidnapping someone and then taking over that person and having them execute the uh you know with a hit whoa so they like that's not very nice yeah so there's that whole part of where they're really ruining two lives right they're killing someone and they're framing someone else by actually making them do it um and so in this one the the person who actually goes into the the mind and controls them is starting to have a little problems um, she doesn't know what's, you know, what's wrong with her. Why, why is things not going a hundred percent smooth anymore? And, um, and, in she takes the, the next job and, uh, the person she possesses is, uh, I should have had it open, but he's, he's from the, the show girls. He yeah. was, um, Brian Williams's daughter. <laughs> Christopher Abbott. Christopher Abbott. Yes. So she possesses him. So it's an interesting concept in that he's kind of the lead actor in the movie, but he's acting as someone being him. So he's not his character isn't the lead character. Uh, so it's interesting to think about. Um, hmm. It doesn't have like a huge cast. It's got Sean Bean in it. And it's always nice to see Sean Bean. But uh, it just it is a it is a creepy little movie about something awful to think about. And kind of like her trying to, I mean, just like she's doing horrible things, but like she's still supposed to be the the, the main person. Her like losing control of the whole system, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it is, uh, it is graphic. So okay. if you if you're interested in all, don't watch it with uh, some children. Okay. <laughs> not not for kids. All right, I'll keep that in mind when I consider watching this in October. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, my fourth one, I watched a brand new Netflix movie called The Vanished, written and directed by Peter 
Facinelli, and uh, starring Thomas Jane and Jason Patrick. <laughs> it's why is that funny? It's just it's a funny idea of like those are just two people who aren't in movies really much anymore. Yeah, and it's nice to see they get jobs. Well, Jason Patrick plays the uh, sheriff. He's got a fat old beard, so you wouldn't even really recognize him. Uh, and then Thomas Jane and his wife Anne Hetch. Heach? I don't know who this is. Uh, they're on a uh, RV trip with their daughter to a uh, a lake for uh, Thanksgiving. And she pretty much immediately disappears from their uh, RV. And uh, there's like two people at the, you know, they're way out of town in this little uh, RV camper uh, campsite place. And so it's a classic whodunit. Was it the groundskeeper? You know, the guy working the place the neighbor uh, couple that's in their RV there. Uh, and uh, you kind of just go along for the ride as the uh, family, uh, the father and the mom try to figure out what happened to their daughter. And uh, it's good. It, it definitely has an ending. You're not going to see coming. Um, it was a good movie. It was, it's two hours. And uh, yeah, like I said, it, it just came to Netflix, but it was from 2020. And uh, it's a, it's a fun watch. Like I said, it's different, so you'll probably enjoy it. My last one, also from Netflix I watched last night, was the college admission scandal. So uh, Operation Varsity Blues, the college college admissions scandal, just came out on Netflix. And uh, it's kind of done differently, so it's, it's like halfway a movie, halfway a documentary about it. Is this have, the like USC stuff? Yes, exactly. Okay. So they I was have like, Matthew, which scandal? <laughs> Matthew Modine playing Rick Singer. And then, uh, you know, uh, various other people playing, you know, people who are involved. But then they also have some people that are, uh, you know, like the actual people that were in the, uh, you know, investigation and whatnot. And it's pretty crazy. And uh, it's worth watching. I mean, I definitely didn't know all the specifics about it just because who keeps up with that kind of stuff. But uh, just kind of crazy that colleges cost, you know, $80,000 a year, $50,000 a year, whatever it is for whatever school. But, you know, if you pay 500,000, we'll get your kid in on the side side door. But uh, if you pay, you know, 50 million on the back door, you'll get it guaranteed. Uh, so they go through the side door is what they called it. It's like, why is the $50 million one okay, but 500000 is not? I guess just because the 500000 goes to a couple of people and the $500 million goes to, you know, the school, quote unquote. Uh, nothing to do with what the dean drives or anything like that. Uh, so just kind of interesting. Uh, but very, uh, very eye-opening on uh, the details. Like I said, I didn't follow it too closely. But it's a good watch. I think that one's also only, uh, where does it say? It's only like an hour and 20 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever it is. So that's, um, you're saying it's like there's fictionalized parts that's like acted out and then there's documentary parts? So uh, some of it, yeah, is like, you know, they have a guy in a room and he, they're, you know, he, he's kind of telling his side of the story of what was going on. But then they have the actors, you know, walking through on the phone. Uh, talking through things with the the different various fathers and moms involved and different people in the uh, athletic programs involved and that kind of stuff. So 
it's different than your average documentary, I guess. Uh, but it, it's interesting, like I said. And um, yeah, at the end, they kind of sum up, you know, who goes to jail and who's doing what. And Rick Singer, because he was, uh, you know, a cooperating witness, uh, he's still out and his trial is still, I think, pending. Um, but yeah. He doesn't have any money anymore, I don't think. Uh, he was back up in Sacramento. That's where he started. Uh, he was living in Newport Beach. Local yeah. to the uh, pod here. And, uh, yeah, it's it's worth watching uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about that uh, that whole ordeal, if you will. Yeah, that's a, it's a style of documentary that Netflix is making a lot now. Because I watched one a couple years back that was like some like secret society people that was like that. And then there was that uh the social dilemma one that was about like facebook and stuff which had like weird i've heard of it i haven't seen that one weird acted out scene so it's like that that seems to be their thing it's kind of nice to you know change a pace from your standard docs you know yeah but yeah so uh that's all i watched uh it's been a look at that an hour 10 our our pods have been uh increasing in the length they're no longer those 35 minute ones yeah, well, we each had five. That's a yeah, lot. Yeah, this is true. But uh, okay. Happening. Anything else to add before we uh, end this uh, glorious pod? No, definitely not. All right. Well, I think that'll conclude for episode 212 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me, we had Off Road Killer Clowns Andy. Thank you. See you later. <laughs>